to another episode. I am your host Tolu and this week we've got a new guest in the building. Omaru, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Awesome, awesome. How was your game week so far? At least game week 23. How was that last for you? Uh, well, um, let's, we'll get into this when we get to the American game. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, as a man, you find I understand it's necessary for us to discuss that at some point. Okay. Um, game Week 23 has come and gone. Um, of course, um, a very, very interesting time to say and to look at things. Um, so we'll start with the first game of the game week, Arsenal against um, Aston Villa. Ended 1-0. Uh, Oli Watkins scoring early in the game and then Triore with an assist. Um do you have any players from Aston Villa in your team? Do I have any players from Villa in my team? Yeah, yeah. I have Grealish. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I took him out just before the week. Yeah. So fair enough. No, I think Grealish is a good shout. Like for me, I've not I've dropped Grealish. I think he just does like the one or you know one goal or the one assist, and I and I just leave him alone after that. Um, I don't think he he bags a lot of like double digit hauls in general. I think it's only go like maybe four in the entire season. So I usually just avoid. I think it's just a steady stream of points, but I don't really mind not having Grealish. But good on you. I have that Aston Villa defense. So that was a waste because I just wasted Martinez on target on the bench. Interesting times. Uh, took off um yeah i remember i took off cash for dunk ah uh, your recommendation about brighton defenders. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah actually yeah it, 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 I'm, I'm happy you took that that recommendation because dunk is actually um on fire quite frankly um but I mean, we'll get to that in a second um the next game of the game week um burnley won brighton won um interesting to see brighton concede because i think they haven't conceded in a while and this was like their first concession in a long long time um of course yeah, dunk did score so how did you feel about that one yeah, that was good. Then they conceded, but I didn't. I didn't watch the game, but yeah. I from what I've heard and from other podcasts I've listened to, um, Burnley was apparently supposed to win the game. They put a lot of pressure on them, mm-hmm. but with Brighton playing um, Villa, mm-hmm. I think I think it's something you should consider because Brighton's at home, yeah, and Villa. Though we all see Villa as a good team, mm-hmm. I think they're not the they're not the most dangerous side in terms of scoring. They're dangerous side if you're a big team because they're, they're going to give you a game. But I think Brighton can can keep them from conceding. For sure. Yeah, I agree with you on that one for sure. Um, on to the next game of the game week. Um, Newcastle 3, Southampton 2. Um, Almiron with two goals. Um, I don't think this is, I think this is the first time he's scored a brace in the Premier League point blank period. So, and he's doubled his season tally already. So, yeah. yeah. Um, this- go ahead. So this was a, was actually an interesting game. Yeah, did you watch Newcastle, it? Yeah, I did, I did. Since they hired the Graham Jones guy, that's a um, former um, Bournemouth coach. Yeah. They've looked better. They've been better to watch. That's been like three games. Mm-hmm. The other, I think the other two weeks, they were a bit better defensively. Okay, no, they lost the power. But they've been playing better, though. Yeah, no, they've um, been playing better defensively, especially since the Everton game when he first came in. Um, of course, they lost to Crystal Palace, but I think you are allowed one off where you go back to old patterns, I think. So, <laughs> something to so, actually... Uh, go ahead. Th- uh, next week, they're about to play 
Chelsea and they got a red card and some injuries. So, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the thing about Newcastle, Newcastle finds a way to turn up against Chelsea. Um, I think this has gone back to like Papi Cisse days, uh, Demba yeah. and all these things. So, um, you know, you're hanging by all, all scoring. Um, but you, you never know with uh, Newcastle when they play Chelsea. The thing I quickly yeah. wanted to mention on the Southampton side, though, um, since the Manchester United drubbing that they got, Southampton in the last four game weeks is now the worst defense in the Premier League statistically. Um, of course, the 9-0 has something to do with it. But statistically, Southampton is now the worst defense, even worse than West Brom. Um, but if you remove the um, 9-0, then of course it's much better than that. Um, to that point, on to the next game, Fulham nil, West Ham nil. Do you have any West Ham players on your team? No, I don't. I mean, I've considered putting Antonio for Southampton to check. Mm-hmm. I've actually, I had Sufa, oh, I wanted to put Sufa yeah. At a point, but it didn't. Mm. I'm not good at fantasy boys. If you could check my record, so <laughs> <laughs> I've that, that's a ringing endorsement. But no. yeah, I think they're a decent team. I mm. mean, they have a couple games played this week. Was just a terrible game. They didn't try. We didn't try. But mm. yeah, they're nice at home. Mm. So I okay. think it's, if you have room, you should consider. I would say you should consider one of their. I'll say it's because that's Suchek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Suchek has had his uh, his red card rescinded, so he should be available to play. Yeah. Uh, unfortunate how the officiating is now just one thing to talk about in the Premier League. Um, quickly, I'm just going to note, um, in Fulham, you had Tete on your team and obviously he had three bonus points and he was just rotting on your bench. Um, yeah. But uh, it's one of those things that happens in FPL at the end of the year. 4.3, excellent value. Um, but good on you for having yeah. him. But uh, one of what I think, not playing him. Now to the Man U game. Uh, alrighty. So Man U 3, Everton 3. Uh, how did you feel watching that match as a Man U fan? Okay, so this is one of, I'll say this was probably the most infuriating match I've watched this season. The Spurs game, I mean, Spurs dominated us. I mean, we got a red card early, Spurs dominated us. It was kind of a freak result, right? And again, mm. and United had a very bad start to the season. A lot of reasons for that, but I won't go into that now. Mm-hmm. So, United, first half, we played pretty well. Mm. The first half, we dominated really well. We created two goals. Um, we, I think we could have scored another one. I can't really remember too clearly. Mm-hmm. And then at the forty-fifth minute, um, this guy, this year, had a one-on-one. Yes, and he missed. <laughs> and because I don't know, I was just I just believed in United that he won't score. Because I've seen a bit of Everton, and they're not a really good team. They have they have gotten good results this season. Yeah. They play poorly, and from the two times we played them this season, we've, we've just been so dominant. So mm. I'm happy because I put it in my bench. I I I bet on I bet on Luke Shaw or not having Luke Shaw on my team. Mm-hmm. He missed that chance. I was happy. Mm. Then the first goal he paced Maguire. I mean, we know Maguire's limitation, so <laughs> I'm not holding that so much against him. Because if it's slow, it's slow. What can we do about it? Exactly. But they get they get. I mean, I don't blame him for not seeing that Dukure was not right behind him, mm-hmm. but for softly palming the ball to set out the box. I I. I I can't defend it and I cannot accept someone defending it, even if that's their opinion. I just debate. <laughs> and then, then the second goal, I think the thing was just very chaotic. And um, before that, earlier in the game, Pogba, Pogba going in general, we were all Yes. Now, defending a lot. 
but he only thrives in chaos. And if the game is not chaotic, he, he offers nothing. Mm-hmm. So when the situation was chaotic, like sometimes you need someone to step on the ball, relieve pressure after you concede one goal, just get your mind into it. Yeah. But there was no composure. So basically, soon after we're down, it was 2-2. Mm. After we scored again, we took over the game. We got a fortuitous goal from a free kick header. I think it was short of the free kick. McTominay headed it. Yeah, and then Olsen um, fell. Couldn't saw his feet out. Olsen is a, is, a, is a bad goalkeeper from Roma. He's a, he's a bad goalkeeper. He's not much better than Pickford. He's probably not better than Pickford. Yeah. But at least he's, 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 um, he's less it's less insane than Pickford, basically. I mean, so we got for we got that's a, I mean, that's a very low bar, but <laughs> exactly yeah. like if that's the bar we're using, this bar is on the floor, literally. So let's <laughs> let's leave that yeah, out. So, so, yeah, we dominated where we scored the goal, we were controlling the game, not creating too many chances, but then they were creating absolutely nothing. We mm. brought on Josh King, Josh King ran a little, didn't do anything, only brought on Axel, right. So, I mean, Bai got injured, so Bai couldn't have come off the bench. Yeah. Only bringing on Axel, I'll say, I think the right decision should have been to bring on Matic. Okay. Because even if Matic doesn't go into the defense, but at least he, he he's composed, right? Fair enough. After last thing, and he's done a few times where he just, he like, he dives forward into tackles. He won't slide, but like, he'll just like, try and like, intercept, but like, he'll stretch his leg forward. Mm-hmm. He gave up a high speed kick. Mm-hmm. That happened. It was a very bad decision. That happened. They took the free kick. They won the first set down, or at least we didn't comfortably clear our lines. Yeah. Maguire tried to anticipate. Sorry. Maguire tried to anticipate the, the second ball mm-hmm. without, like, I mean, I don't know why, but I mean, he's slow, so he moves. He has to kind of move early. So I mm-hmm. guess it was still a bad decision from an experienced defender. Sure I supposed to hold the line mm-hmm. for things like that. The ball fell to Cavalloin. Cavalloin controlled the ball. Degena did the same thing he did. Yeah, he didn't make himself big. Yes, I don't understand. I know he prefers to save shots with his foot. Yeah. But when you do that, the only thing you can do is block a is block a shot that is trying to go like directly at you. Mm-hmm. It, as little space as possible. If he opened himself up and the ball went through him, I have no issues with him. The blame will be on the other guys. But when you're making, that's a technical mistake. You can't, at this stage, 10 years in the league, one time be one of the best people, but it's not the best. You're mm. making technical mistakes. Well, I mean, as a Man U fan, I can understand the, the passion with which you're looking at Man U and uh, even the Everton game. And of course, now we've gone into this one really in depth. But for me, uh, watching this game as a person who doesn't, get, like, honestly, I don't care about Man U. I only look up for my points. Um, I was slightly happy to have Calvert Lewin, you know, break hearts uh, at the end of the game. Um, I think, I think, I, I didn't expect that the game would turn out the way it was, but I think certainly it was a reality check for Manu, who had like recently been going on some run of games, and they were just like, you know, finding ways to win funny, games and what have you. Funny enough, we are not going on a run of games like that. In the last um, four games, yes. the last five games we had, we yeah. had a one new versus Fulham. Yeah. Which we were, we were pretty good in. Oh, sorry, 2-1 two two one one against Fulham. 2-1 two one against Fulham. You lost against yeah. Sheffield. Drew at Arsenal. I'm coming. We're yeah. pretty good in that game. We scored like a wonder goal from, from, um, from Pogba. It's not like we'd not, we not fully deserve to win that game in the sense that we're overly dominant. So the better team, but we're not overly dominant. 
then the Sheffield United lost, I think it was just they were just complacency. If you see the second goal, the players just didn't make any effort to close it down. Sure. Then Arsenal game was just a terrible game. And we've been having terrible games against Arsenal sure. for like the past years now. Mm-hmm. Then there was the Sheffield United game where I was I mean, going to the start. And then, yes, we actually did. I mean, credit to the boys. They scored nine goals. You think those, one thing my United doesn't really go off on is press the advantage. Actually, when related to goal difference, like stacking of goals. Well, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. only, only we have had more four plus goal wins. I mean, games that we've scored four goals in on that only than anybody else since Ferguson retired. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that, that's fair. But like, just just so I mean, we we, we bring it back to fantasy. Um, having Manu assets for me um, has just been a general policy that I, I don't try to recommend. But Manu has been trying to make it seem like as if it was bad advice. But I mean, in this game, is is it's clear obviously that Shaw, for example, is a, a defender to have, and it's nice to see Wan Bissaka starting to have um, attacking points. This is now back to back with attacking points uh, and assist, and then obviously in the Southampton game, he got an assist in addition to clean sheets. Yeah. Anyways. Um, now to move on to the next game, Spurs 2, West Brom nil. Goals from Hurricane, who shocked us by being back in the starting lineup. Um, he was expected to be out much longer, but seems like he's back. He's only missed two games. So that was very um, strange to see, but good for Spurs as well to bring him back. And of course, Hyungman Son was also on the score sheets. If Kane scores, Son is always trying to keep up. Um, West Brom, still the worst defense statistically, uh, other than Southampton, obviously because of the 9-0 dropping by, you know, Omorui's Manchester United. Um, but West, West Brom, just quite frankly, without that aberration from Southampton, just too bad. Yeah. Um, Wolves nil. Uh, actually, before I move on from this game, um, do you have any Spurs players on your team, and do you, why do you not rate them? I took out Kane because of the injury. Mm-hmm. I've not because of to me. I, I basically made a decision between um, Bruno and Son earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, I brought that line relatively recently with my wild card, but before I made the decision between Bruno and Son, mm-hmm. and I just started to go with Bruno. Fair enough. So I, when the wild card happened, when I used my wild card, I believe um, I went with Salah. That was, I think, after the United um, Liverpool League Cup, yeah, FA Cup game. I went with Salah because Vardy was injured. So I was able to bring in Salah, bring in Bamford, and then bring in Salah. Mm. Then King got injured. I felt vindicated because someone was scoring. Fair enough. Fair I enough. was going through a bad patch. But yeah, I think I'll stick with my decision with Salah. Fair enough. Um, the Wolves game, a Wolves nil, Leicester nil. Um, good points for Justin. I think Justin had been on the run. I was expecting that he would actually start being benched for Pereira, but it seems now Castan is also injured. So injuries just seem to be on Justin's side. Even as I mentioned injuries, right now looking at him in the FBL, he's got a knee injury. So he's injured. Yeah. He, so yeah yeah probably like I yeah probably on the bench um injury and just playing liverpool just doesn't add up for um a good time speaking of liverpool no, liverpool won so, sorry go ahead they scored only one goal i asked i was about to say they're not going to have to i just remember they scored only one now so yeah. let's go 
Yeah. yeah. So Liverpool won, um, Manchester City four in Anfield. I think this is like um, Pep's first, very first victory at um, Anfield. And what a game. Um, I was disappointed, obviously, when Salah scored because I fully expected that Manchester City would keep a clean sheet. And they were so close other than Diaz making his first big mistake literally since joining um, Manchester City. Um, and so they, that went away with two nice clean sheets for me. Um, Gondwan on the other side um, playing like a striker and scoring so he scored two even after missing a penalty so enough for 13 points despite missing a penalty he could have had a hat-trick do you have Gondwan on your team? Sir? Do you have Gondwan? No I have I have Foden the, the issue with City players is Pep mm-hmm. because Pep I won't say is that he rotates or anything he just decides like he, he rotates, but he, he, he decides, like, when you least expect him. The mm-hmm. only players that he does rotate out are Edison, Sterling, De Bruyne. Yeah. Really, that's, that's about him. I mean, he has this season, but yeah. that's still relatively good. Yeah. So, it's kind of hard to rely on putting City players. I think about that he's going to bring those players on as well. Mm-hmm. So, it's quite hard to rely on having City players in your team. Mm-hmm. So, that's yeah, obviously Manchester City with a double game week to come. Uh, we'll discuss that in a second. Um, Sheffield won, Chelsea two. Um, Sheffield has started to obviously um, improve in terms of their ability now to score. They hadn't scored for a long while for a minute and then suddenly found their shooting boots and not even trying to keep, um, obviously keep up in the Premier League. Um, Chelsea, on the other hand, starting to figure themselves out. Of course, Jorginho with a free penalty uh, to put in the back of the net again. Um, I still would not recommend buying even at 4.7. He's starting to play again and again. Keep in mind, this is back-to-back goals for Jorginho. Um, but still, yeah. um, you can't rely on penalties to keep saving you. Uh, of course, they're playing Newcastle, but uh, you never know. Um, yeah. Last game of the game week, Leeds 2, Crystal Palace nil. Um, goals from Bamford and Harrison. And of course, an assist from Dallas, who I should quickly mention, at 4.8 as a defender, is actually playing in midfield. So um, at 4.8, something to look at um, if you want to by a player. They do have a double game week in game week 25, which is the game week after this one at Wolves and Southampton. But I mean, the next game week is just Arsenal. So maybe you might want to start looking into how you will recruit Dallas for double game week 25. I think I'll do that. Yeah. So on to game week 24. Um, Quick blitz of games in terms of just things we want to quickly highlight. Double game weeks for Everton, Manchester City, Burnley and Fulham. Those are the four teams with a double game week to come this weekend. Um, let me quickly run through the games for Burnley. Burnley play Crystal Palace and Fulham. Fulham are playing Burnley and also Everton. Everton play Fulham, of course, and Manchester City. Manchester City play Spurs and Everton. Are you looking to get any double game week players in your team? Uh, yeah, so I put in, I mean, I put in four of them. Mm. I might take out Calvert. No, I'll, I'll keep Calvert Lewin just because of the double game week yes. factor. So at least what will happen is that will give me four points. I, I believe it will be healthy. Mm-hmm. So I've captain Ederson. Oh, wow. Okay. I've captain Ederson. Okay. I know it's definitely the same. Yeah. And even if you keep a clean sheet, I believe you'll keep a clean sheet most points. I don't recall. Mm-hmm. And Everton, Everton, I'm not sure, but I just, I, they, they don't impress me, but they can be dangerous. They can um, be. So I, have, I have Stones with mm-hmm. a double game week mm-hmm. starting. But he might not play both games, so that's a bit of a risk. 
I have Tet- uh, I brought in Tete because of James Justin's injury, and yeah. I played Everton and Burnley, and I think they could they could keep a clean sheet in one of those games. I believe that's possible. Probably Burnley, of course. Mm-hmm. Although Burnley find a good score. Then I have Foden. I don't expect him to play both games, but even if he plays, also start both games. But even if he doesn't start both games, I'm surprised if he gets points in one of the two, if not both. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I have Calvin because. Yeah, I can't really keep him on the bench after. Although he's done to my. Fair enough. And I also and I also play it for long. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good reasoning. Um, I like your captaincy choice. I think that's a very maverick uh, captaincy choice. Um, interesting, interesting one to see. Uh, for me, I've got Martinez. I, I'm, I could not fulfill my three Manchester City defenders. I think I had to go back and get Gondowan, even though I wanted to go with Edison in goal like you. I've also um, read that Pep is considering Edison being a penalty taker. So that's could become a wild move if Edison were to take a penalty in the double game week and also keep a clean sheet. That would be wild. Uh, I don't think I've seen it in a while where a goalkeeper scored other than Begovic a long, long time ago now. Um, I'm I'm not telling you the captain name. I'm not telling you. I'm just helping you out in case you want to feel better about your choice there. Um, I've got Diaz and Stones. I think Diaz is injured because he came off in uh, the last game he played. Um, I think that's in the FA Cup. Or something like that against Swansea, but uh, yeah. I'm I'm going to leave him anyways because I know if he's fit, um, Pep will start him. I've got Ben Mee from Burnley, and I think he will be my captain. I think at Crystal Palace and Fulham at home, I fully expect double clean sheets. Now again, I know this is a Maverick pick, considering I do have Gondowan, but I think Ben Mee is probably the way to go in this game week. Um, just a risk I want to take. I would not recommend it for others, but something I want to do just to try it out. Um, Aaron Wan-Bissaka plays West Brom so I'm going to start him I think West Brom's defense is so bad I see maybe another three goal uh, drubbing here but um, I think maybe Wan-Bissaka might have another assist in addition to scoring um, on midfield I've got Gondowan of course uh, Fernandez because he's playing West Brom um, I've got Salah I think him rediscovering his scoring boots at Man City might be helpful and at this point they might as well go try their best to smash Leicester um, I've got Madison as well starting um, I think Liverpool will concede, especially since Leicester are at home. So, um, and of course, they've got Jamie Vardy back. So that should be a good one. I've got Bamford as well, starting at Arsenal. I do not believe in Arsenal currently. And I think Bamford is just the answer for Leeds. And of course, Calvert-Lewin, even though he's he looks to be injured, I think he also came off in his game against Tottenham at the FA Cup, but he should be fine. I'm hopeful, but if not, I will start Son instead. So that is my team going into game week uh, 24. It should be a really interesting one. I'm really, really hoping that, you know, at the end of the day, you can just salvage a season at the end. Um, it's not, it's not, it's been a fun one to watch. I think COVID has made this season a very weird one where there've been cancellations and, uh, all kinds of moves of teams and fixtures. It's just been really, really strange, but hopefully, um, at the end of the season, we'll just look back on the season and just be laughing about what happened this year. You, know, think <laughs> you don't think what? <laughs> I don't think I'll be laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing all the way, man. Like, I think I think it's one of those seasons where you just look at it and just like, you know what, write it off and move on for the next season when um, hopefully vaccines will be available and we can all go back to watching games like normal and hopefully it's not COVID that's affecting games. So um, do you have any last thoughts in terms of captaincy choices going into the game, game week? Any suggestions that you think based on the game we coming? Okay, so looking at the fixtures, mm-hmm. my first recommendation will be... Um, will be the double game week. So I'll say 
uh, a, I'll say um, probably stones because, like you said, Diaz probably is injured. So we don't mm-hmm. know the severity of injury, but if he's actually injured, then at least even if it's for one game, it would be Laporte and Stone. Mm-hmm. So, so I believe he's going to play both of both games. Okay. Of course, you have Sterling. I think he's someone should consider captain in. Okay. And Gunnar as well because he seems like he can't stop scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I'm not Calvert-Lewin because he's playing Fulham at home. Mm-hmm. So even if he doesn't get anything for you at, at Man City, he could get two goals at Fulham. Mm-hmm. And that will make it worth your while. Yeah. Uh, United playing West Brom away, so of course Bruno. Is an option um, for I sure. Can't, I can't recommend that he's Captain Rashford. <laughs> I will not. No. You know, the um, funny thing is Rashford. Rashford turns up randomly and he just gets points and walks away, and then he goes on his. He goes to sleep again and then gets points and then goes back. And it's just very strange with Rashford for sure. That's the problem. Randomly, mm-hmm. not really live. Yeah. Um. Then Everton also. I will suggest. Okay, no, the, the, I will suggest maybe you could consider um, Dean. Look at Dean. Yeah, yeah, that's a good shout. They're playing Fulham. They're playing Fulham at home. Although that the next game is against Man City um, away, it's Man City at home as well. So even if you get some, even if you get uh, maybe just two points from that game, you might be able to get six or seven. Mm. That's six or seven from Dean, or even more because of an assist. From mm. Dean in the first game, yeah, and then uh, which other game? Uh, I mean, while while you're looking that up, um, I'm just looking at defenders. Of course, Manchester City's defense is still the meanest, um, followed now by Chelsea. Interesting. In the last four game weeks, Wolves are now the third best defense, and then fourth is Manchester United, fifth Brighton. Just statistically, in terms of um expected goals against. So top five, Manchester City, Chelsea, Wolves, Manchester United and Brighton in that order. At number six is actually, surprisingly, Newcastle United. They have actually turned it all the way around from being the worst uh, or even tied for worst with West Brom all the way now in the last four game weeks to top six in the league. Um, Of course, like I said, worst being Southampton, um, just of course, based on that dropping from Manchester United. Quickly, while well, we're obviously looking at captaincy choices, um, as Amoria said, there's a couple of good players. But in the last four, there have been a couple of players that have picked up their output. So, of course, Mikel Antonio, who is injured, so something to be aware of. He may or may not play, but he has actually improved in terms of expected goals. You've also got, obviously, uh, Raheem Sterling, who's actually probably the best in terms of expected goals. And then Ukai one follows Mohamed Salah, Oli Watkins, and then rounding out is Antonio from West Ham. Um, yeah, so those are your players. Callum Wilson is also injured. Quickly to note in terms of injuries. There have been a couple of injuries, obviously, in the last couple of games because of the back-to-back nature of games. But now that we're going back to a weekly schedule, maybe players will be a little more available. Um, Emory, any any last thoughts in terms of captaincy choices? Any last thoughts so we can round up? So, um, a Chelsea defender, the issue is that I'm not sure how how healthy Thiago Silva is. They're playing yes. against Newcastle. And yes. while like I said earlier in the show, Newcastle has been better going forward. They're playing better football, but with Callum Wilson's injury and Chelsea's propensity to play as risk-free football as, as possible mm-hmm. on that people say it's possession, but if you look at the way they really play, they, they play a lot of risk-free football. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think 
a Chelsea a Chelsea defender would be a good idea. If Thiago Silva is not available, mm-hmm. I will suggest Aspia. I believe Aspia has been playing recently. He has. However, there's obviously the rotation risk due to the position um, that Tuchel requires of his players now. Um, so Ashley should play, but I think there's going to be a situation where with Champions League coming, he could start resting players again. So Newcastle should be a relatively easy game in his mind, but he could potentially say he wants to save him for the Champions League because of Chelsea is obviously in there. Um, go ahead. Has, uh, James too has a really high chance of getting an assist. Yes. I would suggest Chilwell because he seems to have a preference for Alonso, so that could be... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Alonso quickly, because I just remember an agenda. Um, Alonso is probably the best left back to have in Chelsea right now, or left wing back, I should say, um, over Chilwell. Um, so... All right, so you've got a couple of options for captaincy, of course. Double game week available for a couple of teams. I think Manchester City is probably the best way to go if you will not try, uh, if you want to go Maverick like me and try out Burnley in defense. I mean, certainly they have the best fixtures in terms of the teams with double game weeks, but obviously it may turn out just being a dud and going with Captain Gondawan might actually be way, way better. All right, Omori, I think I'll see you on the other side of Game Week 24. Um, everyone, cheers and wish you all the best in Game Week 24. And with that, we'll round out this episode. We'll see you again in the next one. Peace. Thanks for having me. Bye.